0: Man, how good is it to be here? So, uh, a lot of you know, I've been going through some heart issues. Um, Had an episode yesterday. Uh, I shouldn't be here today. I really shouldn't. Uh, They wanted to admit me in the hospital, but uh, I know that that it's all just tactics of the enemy. It's all just a lie of the enemy because he wanted to stop me from being here today because I chose to make that stand and say... Hey pastor, I, I got something work that I've been working on, and and it's time. It's it's been spoken over my life uh, several times, and it's time that I, I start walking in that. Um, and what better way than I think most of you know that uh, the enemy knows how easy it was for us to slip away when my son got diagnosed, and I feel like he's coming for that because he knows he's that's the only way he could kind of get into my uh, get me in my 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 feelings if I if I could say. Uh, is with health issues because that we went so hard with my son. And and not this time. Uh this time I'm choosing to stand, I'm choosing to fight, I'm choosing to uh l- lean into what God has for me. Um so I just this is something that it's just kind of been sitting with me. Uh things that come in, I write them down, I just hold on to them. And and I said, you know what? I had two whole pages of notes, and I said, Hey Pastor, you know what? I think it's time I have a whole message that between the two pages of notes, I made something happen, all right? And, and so bear with me, but, you know, um, I put a title to this. It's called Unroot to Reroot. Um, for me, I had to unlearn a lot of things uh, that I learned from the world, a lot of things that I wasn't taught, a lot of things that I taught myself. Um, I'm learning that I have to unroot those things because those are the things that I'm kind of holding on to in, in the back. Um, but with that being said, I just, I just want to pray really quick. Father God, I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity, Lord, this chance to be here, God, this chance that you, you can use me, God. Use me as you will, God. I, I pray for the Holy Spirit to be here with us, Lord, that you minister, not, not me, God. All of you, none of me. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Okay, so um, one thing uh, one thing you guys know, so we have these classes, right? So this is where it all started for me is in, the, in when the armory class started. And so in armory... <laughs> I want you guys, to, so in an armory, the definition is that it's a place where weapons are kept, an array of resources available for a particular purpose. So, so when I'm in this class and, and I did the armory, the armory 2, two point, 2.0, the discipleship, all that. So there are so many, sorry if I missed one. But so as going through these, um, I'm learning that the armory is here. This is our armory, this is where we're supposed to come. To, to get our store our weapons. we got our weapons here, and then our fight is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we come here on Wednesday. We come here on Sunday. We come here to, to get our resources. We come here to get our, our, our weapons. We come here to get fed by, by the pastor and the leadership of this house. And then the fight starts, like he says, when we leave the building. Once we leave the building, that's where you have to have your weapons ready. Miranda had us get our little armory cards where we put our scriptures just in case— you're out and about and you, you just need to know something or, or you're just having a hard time with something. You have that little car near just to hold on to it. And so um, for me, what I'm learning and what I learned through those classes is that, man, I didn't, care, I didn't care how long I thought I was saved. I didn't care what I thought I knew. But starting back at the basics was what really mattered to me because I, like I said, uh, said to a few people, I said, man, I feel like I'm at a place where I don't know what to do to go forward and I, I, I don't know... I don't want to go back. So I'm at a place, that was, I guess you could say I was stagnant. I was stagnant in where I wasn't growing and I wasn't going back either. So it was like, man, I was like, you know what? I'm jumping in this class. First opportunity when they announced it, I was like, I have to. I have to get in this class. I have to prepare myself. I have to prepare my family. Um, and it's all for such a time. Um, so I'm going to go with our, our, our verse, our, uh, our scripture, Psalms 144, 1 through 2. is, praise the Lord who is my rock. He trains my hands for war and gives my fingers skillful battle. He is my loving ally and my fortress, my tower of safety, my rescuer. He is my shield, and I take refuge in him. He makes the nations submit to me. Oh man, I've had to take such refuge in the Lord recently. Um, if you guys know, I've said it many times before that I'm I'm one. I'll do it myself. I I don't I'm the lord is chipping that block away slowly and surely but i'm i'm not admit i'm not afraid to admit that i'll step in and and get in god's way before before i i let god do it and and i feel like with this season that i'm in with my my heart issues is that he's reminding me that i can't do it in my own strength and i have to rely on him and i think what better way you know was to take away me as a provider not that he took it away from me but he sat me down for a moment because he had this, he's got to. Sometimes guys got to sit us down. Sometimes he's got to tell you, look, you're you're doing too much. And I felt like I was doing too much because I was overseeing everything in my home. I was just, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. I didn't think about how tired I was. I didn't think about how exhausted I was. And then come when I get burnt out, then I'm like, why am I so burnt out? And I'm like, it's because I'm doing everything in my own strength and I'm doing it on my own will and not God's. So. So as as I started these Armory classes, um, Sister Miranda was preparing us for battle, things that we didn't even know we were going to see coming. But the preparation of that, it was so good and so deep that when... It was a preparation for your future because when you, you don't know what you're going to face. You don't know what kind of battles you're going to go through when you go through them. So preparing myself was where I needed to start, and I knew that, that that's where I needed to... And then it's where that's where all the how can I say, it? all the roots started being exposed. Um, that's where everything started being uplifted. Once these classes started going, then we got into the emotionally healthy discipleship and spirituality, and then that was like, whoa, I don't know what... I didn't was not expecting that. And I just want to encourage you guys, if you haven't signed up for the classes, I would do so because it's just... It's a game changer for your faith. Like, I don't care how long you've been in there. There's seasoned people in these classes, and, I mean, they just... You see the realness and the rawness of God and, and how deep he goes to, to take out the roots because, like Pastor has said, and like we've heard plenty of times, we only cut the branches off. We don't get to the root. So it's like it's like, say you have that ugly tree outside. Man, that thing sucks looking at it, but okay, let me just cut it down so it looks even with the ground and we're good, and then next thing you know, it's growing back up and it's staring right at you laughing like, you thought you got me, but you didn't. And it's like the same way with, with some of these things that are rooted so deeply in us that we cut the, the just the tip of it off and, and we don't we don't see how deep and how thick that root is that grows up and it's like, man, taking these classes made me realize I had a lot of unrooting to reroot. And so um, we've been hearing great messages and sermons all, all year long uh on different aspects aspects of being rooted. And how cool was it to be part of rooted Twenty Two? That conference, I mean, look, my first year here was the first was FlourishCon. That was our very first year here, and I think that was the first conference that you guys started here, right? Was FlourishCon? And ever since then, I mean, even since then, from Flourish and then till now, everything has. If you really take a step back and look at it, I was telling Pastor, like I, I've been going through our podcast from years back. Like Brandon said, we got years of content, and I I took that serious. And I'm like, man, I'm going through years. Times that I wasn't here, times that I was out out of out of service, times I was out of my walk. I'm looking back at these messages and I'm seeing how everything is lining up to what Pastor's talking about now. And, um, I mean, just just uh, I, oh, just how cool it was to be part of Rooted uh, Con 22, and and how cool is it to see that you can root yourself in all areas of your life by just applying the Word of God and walking in it. We all have problems, but we have the choice to be the problem or be free from the problem. So, um, as I've been recently, I've been in the hospital a lot, and uh, it kind of like it gets me to a point where I can't do anything on my own. And and yesterday, I was so frustrated with myself because I couldn't I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom. I couldn't do anything. I was hooked up on every side of my body, and so. I just I was so frustrated I couldn't sleep I'm tossing I'm turning I'm like man I need to get out of here, but I didn't I didn't even realize that what it is is God is showing me how to be patient God is showing me how to you know what I can take a step back and I can breathe, and so I'm like man God I'm like it's a funny way how you got to show me because I wouldn't have listened if it, if if I was perfectly fine which I am I, I I'm I'm believing I'm perfectly fine, but it's in those moments where I'm that low. To where I'm like, you know what? I can't do this on my own. And, and it's in those moments where I'm like, man, God, I'm like, I really need to get this together because if I, I can't go through this anymore, I, I'm going to start lear- listening. I'm going to start learning ASAP. Um, so I'm going to read a uh, scripture really quick. So in uh, Luke 10, uh, 19 through 20, it says, this is an amplified version says behold i have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physic and physical and mental strength and ability over all power that the enemy possesses and nothing shall in any way harm you Nonetheless, nevertheless do not rejoice at this that the spirits are subject to you but rejoice that your names are enrolled in heaven amen so basically what he's saying is is god gave us authority over 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 these things. God gave us authority over being thank you. One second. Yeah. And something if I can calm these nerves. I swear I feel like I'm shaking over here. <laughs> but it's all good. It's all good. So when I was when I was going through all this stuff and and I'm reading and I'm I'm just I mean this is a time frame of within the last let's see it's been about a year and a half since I first got sick. So about a year and a half, I've just been kind of slowly writing little things down here, little things there. Um, and one thing I've been, uh, I've been kind of, it's been sitting with me um, is about deliverance. So when we get delivered and we walk in, in, in deliverance, we're not really walking in deliverance when we're hitting this altar every Sunday. I, I'm just gonna be honest with you guys. Like, we're not walking in deliverance if something that we keep coming up to this altar every weekend for is still a problem. I, I, I want to be truthful because I love you guys. I love all of you, my brothers and sisters. I can't do this without any of you. But at the same time, if I, I want to be honest with you guys, and I, I want us to grow together, um, so I want us, uh, so. So instead we get delivered and go right back to our ways and say, we'll get it right back on Sunday. And, and that's not okay. We need to take dominion over our circumstances and our situations, and we need to walk in spirit and in truth. In 2 Corinthians ten four through 6, the weapons of warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ, being ready to punish every act of of disobedience when your own obedience as a church is complete. So as I was reading on dominion and how I can take dominion in my home and and get get my life right for God, because if I were if I were to go yesterday, I didn't know it's my time or not. My heart rate gets down to the 20s. If it hits zero, that's gone. And so my heart rate being so low, I don't know if it's my time or not. My only thing to know is that it's time to be right. I only need to know that I need to stay right. So when I'm looking at, at this scripture in, in 2 Corinthians, I'm like, if I believe that God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son, then why would I not believe that God gave me dominion over the, every little thing that the enemy has over my life? So I looked up the, 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 the principle of dominion is faith. I, I never knew that. So I'm sitting here reading. I'm like, oh, this is getting good. And so faith is the principle of dominion, that principle that gives you the victory to overcome and keeping things under your control. But yet here we are that things are getting so out of our control that we can't even take it sometimes. And, and I, I'm, trust me, that's how I was when my son got diagnosed. I took it so out of control sometimes that I was like, no, I'm, I didn't need this. I didn't need that. I'm going to handle everything. And I pushed everything to the side, even God even church. I pushed everything to the side. And so now I'm learning how to push, switch that dominion into taking uh, dominion in God in my life. So ever increasing in knowledge, our, our stimulated minds have become wired to to need constant change. We have exchanged the joyful for entertaining. And, and so when I read this, I did a research on joyful and happy. And there are two different things. I don't know if you guys knew what joyful and happy are two different things. So happy is an emotion, it's a feeling at the moment. You're happy, I'm happy to see you, I'm happy to be here. It's a happy at the moment, but when you're joyful, like when you have the joy of the Lord, it's an eternal, deeply rooted thing. And so, <clears throat> um, happy is an emotion at the moment. Okay, so we change the sacred for the savvy, the spiritual for the material, the eternal for the momentary. We, as trained Christians, have become accustomed to convenience and disdainfully reject whatever isn't preferred or easy. If it doesn't come easy enough, we, we move right on to the next thing. If it takes too long to acquire, we lose interest. Our, if, if we're not pastors within a year, if we're not leaders within six months, we don't want to be here anymore. Our attention spans are shrinking and our focus is becoming harder to keep. We want everything given to us instantly. Church is too far. I don't want to drive that far. Gas prices went up five dollars in gas pastor I can't I can't make it today so inconveniently and according to our entitled liking in a world where numerous things are customized many people fail to connect with the God who never changes let me say that again many people fail to connect with the God who never changes like me I connected with the God that didn't change i I didn't connect with the God who never changed I tried to connect to myself thinking that I can save my family I can save my son from his his sickness. I can save myself from my sickness. So this is a generation of selfish, selfish entitlement. It demands that almost everything be given conveniently or it's on to the next one. There's a popular Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. Basically, in the context of that conversation, this means that if you want success and growth in, in your walk with God, in your relationship with God, the best time to act is now. And I, that's why I encourage you guys, if you're not part of these classes and if you haven't been, I encourage you. I don't care what your walk is, how how far along in your faith. I was coming back as, as a backslider. I wasn't feeling right in, in my walk. I was feeling dead. I was feeling just like I don't even know. I would just sit here like why am I even here if I'm not if I'm not worshiping, if I'm not teaching. That's what I'm called to do. I'm called to be a teacher. And, and, and once I get... Once I get uh, my work and everything situated, that's my ministry—the kids' ministry. That's me. I'm not. I don't ever want to want to stray from that. And, and it's been since day one. I, I've loved it every minute in that classroom. I love it. Um. So, sorry, I'm still a little shaky. Um. So, <laughs> if we don't have the Holy Spirit, church, we don't belong to God. The abiding presence of the Holy Spirit is is the believer's mark of authenticity. Come on now, some of us don't buy that T-shirt unless it's got a Nike swoosh and it says "Just Do It." <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, come on. So <laughs> the Nike "Just Do It." <laughs> so our trademark as Christians is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. They need to be stamped on us and something that we and we walk in in every day. Um, so as I close with this church, um, we have two options. And, and this is something that I wrote down my first, I want to say maybe my first month being here in the church is something that I wrote down here that I still have, which is crazy, but it's cool. Um, it says, so uh, we can bow down and worship idols of the world or we can stand against like Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego and, and, and withstand those flames. Um, those flames, the coolest thing about that, when I first read that, though, they said that furnace was heated up seven times hotter and, and and they were just tripping like, what? They're just standing there, and like you know, it's just it was so cool. That was like my first Facebook post as a, as a Christian was like, man, we need to have that same fire that these kids had. You know, like it was so cool. Um, I remember that it was, it was just. So, <laughs> um, so we need to stand firm in our faith, and we need to push back. See, there is power in our pushback as one body, as one church. We push back in authority and dominion over the lies that are being told and we say enough is enough in the name of Jesus it's going to shift something in our church which is already happening uh it's going to shift something in your home and your walk your walk's going to be different you're going to walk into Walmart different you're going to walk into work different um when you feel like you don't Walmart's crazy hey Walmart's crazy i'll be going up in the no nah, i just kidding <laughs> um so you know uh <laughs> Your daily interactions are going to be different. So, this is what pushback looks like. So, when you feel you don't have any breath left and all else has failed, we push back in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>